beloveds welcome 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 to this episode of subtle medicine oh my goodness are you in for a treat i had the best time connecting with dr jess bell who has created a truly remarkable modality called energetic osteopathy and we are just so aligned we go into empowering ourselves to be our best healers um, how Western medicine is is not supporting us in the way that it that it could be and the pieces that we can add in to truly support ourselves even further and oh my goodness Dr. Jess Bell is an osteopathic physician. She's board certified in both physical medicine and rehabilitation and neuromusculoskeletal medicine and she's an energy healer Dr. Jess is the founder of energetic osteopathy which is a powerful modality that bridges traditional osteopathic treatment and energy medicine. What makes energetic osteopathy unique from other energy healing modalities such as Reiki is that the treatment takes place with great specificity within the tissues of the body. As an osteopathic physician with over 20 years of hands-on treatment experience, Dr. Jess sees into the body with great clarity. This inner sight allows for the transformational release of even the most difficult to locate energetic densities out of the physical body, returning the body to health and wholeness. It is essential that we recover the often forgotten truth that healing comes from within. And it is Dr. Jess's greatest intention to offer this healing and guidance with easy to apply information, treatment, and self-healing practices. So strap in, get yourself a cup of tea, and enjoy this truly rich conversation that Dr. Jess and I have. Welcome everyone. I am joined with the amazing Dr. Jess and I am so excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, Devin, it is such an honor to be here connecting with you and all of your listeners. Thank you for having me. Mm, you're so welcome. So. We are so aligned and when we found each other, it just felt perfect and meant to be. And especially with our beliefs about how the body heals, about how the subtle is always creating the gross and about how the, the roots of, of pathology are really in the emotional, mental and spiritual bodies and how healing really needs to be holistic. And as I was sharing with you before we started recording, that like my audience gets that we, we're so we're like we can just dive in and get super juicy and fun with it I would love to begin with because I just think it's so beautiful and fascinating your interesting background story of how you came into this work so if you wouldn't mind sharing I'm gonna pass the virtual talking stick over to you yeah, oh, I love it. I think the hardest part is keeping this in into a more abridged version of it's been a path that really started for me so early on. I mean, it was a, I was four at the moment that I started saying out loud that when I grow up, I'm going to be a doctor. And um, and that journey uh, carried me into all of my education and into medical school. Um, when I was getting ready, to go off to medical school, being so unwavering in my path, I started talking to medical doctors, MDs, and most of them seemed very unhappy with their careers. And many of them actually helped me not go into an MD program because they basically 
said, if there was anything that I could hear them say, it would be, don't go to medical school, <laughs> do not become a doctor, which was obviously very confusing for me. At that point, I was 24 and I hadn't yet heard of osteopathy or, or what um, a DO does or is or, or represents. And so by divine intervention, I was having dinner with some friends one night and they mentioned having rental properties in Biddeford, Maine, where there's a medical school. And I had never heard of medical school in Maine. And they basically said, oh, it's an osteopathic medical school. So that was the first time at the age of 24, having been pre-med my whole life, that I heard about osteopathy. The moment they said the word osteopathy, my whole body lit up and I knew that this was something I needed to explore. So fast forward, I became an osteopath. It was the only path for me. that's a big question that I get asked a lot, which is what is an osteopath and what makes you know the distinction between a DO, a doctor of osteopathic medicine and an MD, a medical doctor. Um, and we can certainly get into that because that's a very important distinction. But to answer your specific question, I went into osteopathic medical school, which is exactly the same as a medical school for an MD, but the additional, um, coursework is literally in putting our hands on our patients and tuning into these indwelling healing forces that live inside of every single human body on the planet. And so that was the beginning of my familiarity with the health with a capital H, which is our body heals. Our body has everything that it needs to heal. And while I was also learning pharmaceuticals and other surgical injection base, all kinds of outer world interventions, it was in tandem with the inner healing. So that was medical school for me. I thought I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon originally because I loved the musculoskeletal system of the body so much. I've always been an athlete. And when I went into a surgical rotation, I was just completely blasted in the um, abuse that I received mm. in that environment in, you know, in an OR. It wasn't for me. So thankfully, I went into a separate field called physiatry or physical medicine and rehabilitation, which is essentially a non-surgical um, orthopedic specialty, combining neurology, orthopedics, and I became a very high-level musculoskeletal medicine and pain specialist. So fast forward again, I was trained away from using my hands because I had so much training to receive and so much knowledge to absorb that as an osteopathic medical student, I learned about hands-on healing and all of these beautiful ways to intervene or help other people, my patients, um, feel better in their physical bodies by putting my hands on them and giving them certain treatments, osteopathic treatments. But as a resident and an intern and all of these hoops that I had to jump through in order to become a licensed medical doctor, I, I basically fell away as we many, many of uh, the, D, the DOs in, on, this, on this planet kind of fall away from what we're trained to do as medical students because we're trained to take board exams, we're trained to achieve, and we're trained to, te- to treat patients quickly mm-hmm. and offer them very quick solutions, interventions, band-aids essentially. So when I left residency and went into my first practice, I was a pain management specialist using pharmaceutical, powerful toxic pharmaceuticals essentially to treat patients in chronic pain. I offered them injections. We did all kinds of outer interventions 
And so, as you might guess, these things don't really work. And I had to experience it firsthand. So my patients were getting sicker and sicker. And honestly, I was getting sicker and sicker. I was suffering because they were suffering. And what happened to me is I hit the most unbelievable uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual bottom. And this was back in 2009 um, because I felt like I was a failure. I felt that I couldn't continue working in this way. I didn't know what to do um, to help my patients because I felt like the 10 years of my medical education was completely ineffective in solving or helping my patients. And so I had a crisis. Um, I, um, I'm in recovery. And so many years ago, around this time, I was also hitting my own bottom and it was a spiritual bottom. And that's really what saved me and helped me transform into this spiritual being that I now am. So I, I basically went out on medical leave because I just could not, I could not stay one more day in the traditional medical system practicing medicine as I had been trained. Um, so when I went and got help for my own substance abuse disorder, I woke up and I woke up in a huge way. And I recall sitting down and on my back deck moments before leaving the state that I was living in to go away and receive treatment, which was the spiritual treatment that helped me transition. And I looked down at my hands and I actually saw them for the first time as they are now, which is they're energetic. I could see that energy coming out of them. I could feel it. And so when I came back after being away for about eight and a half months actually in treatment, I enrolled in an, uh, a, a, another residency program where I became a board certified neuromusculoskeletal medicine specialist or, or a trained board certified osteopathic practitioner. As a DO, we can just out of the gate go and open these practices and start treating patients with osteopathic treatment, but I, I like to do things the hard way. So I went and did a whole second residency so that I could have a diploma that said, I'm a board certified specialist in osteopathy. So that helped me to feel confident opening my own practice, which I did in 2012. And for eight years, I worked and built a practice from the ground level up as a solo provider. And what happened was I learned while I became more and more awake, I just woke up with every passing year to the truth about us as energetic beings and what were, you know, the, the landscape that we're all immersed, you know, this, this holographic experience that we're all having here. I just started to, you know, through my own, I, I was married and then I was divorced and I had all these really hard things happen to me. And every time I hit a low in my life, I was taken even more deeply into the truth. And so it's a very long story, but to, because we could probably fill the entire podcast with just what happened and how I got to be here. Um, fast forward to our, our pandemic that started in 2020. And I had um, recently divorced. I bought a house. I built a practice in the house and I started seeing my patients in my house. And then we went into this lockdown state and I stopped seeing patients in the house. And I knew because I'd been treating people with more sensitivity and more transmission of energy. I'd been trained as an osteopath, so I was using osteopathic language, but there were many times I'd look down and my hands were not touching people. And I knew, and those were the treatments that were the most powerful and transformative for both myself in perceiving it and my patients in receiving the work. So I knew this was energy and I just yet didn't have that final um, convincer to make me um, basically take my hands off of people altogether until we went into this pandemic. And so in March of 2020, when I was no longer having patients come to my house, I stepped into the field of 
energetic osteopathy and I offered my very first treatment over Zoom. And my patient was blown away, as, as was I, because I didn't really know how it was going to go until I actually <laughs> just started doing the work. And the next thing I know, I was literally in the body. I was in his body, seeing with a clarity I'd actually never seen before and, and, seeing, and, and seeing the change in his body as dense energy showed me through, let's just say, a femur bone, a thigh bone. And I went there and I lit with my holographic hands, was able to move that femur bone and push the density through it. And then the femur bone dissolved and his pain went away. I mean, it was just this like the experience that we all wish that we would have in our lives, right? I got to have it. And I've been having those experiences ever since as I've grown into it, uh, an exclusively energetic osteopath. Now I have a whole new practice. I work um, around the world. I offer teachings and group treatments and embodiment programs, and I'm building a whole big thing um, because this is the work that we all need to know about and receive. Mm. Let's all just take a breath. That is so beautiful. Beautiful doesn't even really cut it. I was, I was fighting back tears, listening to some parts of it and just really feeling full body resonance through that entire share. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I hear just such a, a relentless pursuit of truth and resonating so deeply with using those, those rock bottom moments to catalyze transformation, to be those, those moments of, um, of awakening. And that's something that I'm so passionate about is really using our, our wounds, quote unquote, our traumas, our, our hard times to really wake us up. And just what a beautiful testament of that, that you. that you are. Yeah. And, and thank you for saying that. And I just want to add one piece to the story, which is really um, touching upon what you just shared in these rock bottom moments. And the one thing I didn't mention, which is really, I think, the moment of, of, of transformation, which going back to when I was four, um, that year, the year that I said out loud, when I grow up, I want to be a doctor, um, started with the tragic and sudden death of my father. Um, and also a couple months after that, um, I was pinned and run over by a, a, an automobile, a big, huge sedan. Um, and my, my pelvis was crushed underneath the weight of this car. So I had these moments, these huge, so this is all at age four and all three of those events happened in, in the, in the divine knowing, which is that I not only had to suffer the heartache of my lifetime, but the physical impairment of my lifetime in order to be able to really step into the truth of my mission which is deeply galactic. And my father who crossed over at that time became my guide through this whole life that I lived to date. Mm. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring him in because he's with us. And as I'm speaking to you, he sends hummingbirds and uh, Devin and I had a moment before we started here connecting with our hummingbird friends. And, And the whole time I've been speaking here, I've had a continuous stream of hummingbirds dancing before my eyes, so. So he asked to come in. I just had to bring him in. Well, thank you. Yes, honored to also have him in this space with us, feeling that very much. And yeah, these these deep initiations that we go through, and I I find because I've I've shared of, about mine, and I also have had challenges with addiction and many 
uh, initiations, I, I call them. And I yeah. feel like those of us that, that really have these experiences are the ones who are meant to, to be here to really just challenge the, the current status quo and the current paradigm. And I mean, just that's all, that's like what I'm just hearing from you. And just to be in it, to, to, to have something that you worked your whole life for, and then to be in there, you like, you finally got there and it's just not, it's not serving you. It's not serving your patients. I can't imagine how that must've felt. And then to like all the things and to be here now, it's just, it's so beautiful. And to just have that, that um, tenacity and faith and uh, really surrendering to, to divine plan and getting ourselves out of the way. That is like, if I could just distill, at least for me, what, what was necessary, that's it. And it's so much easier said than done. Absolutely. It was beautifully stated, Devin. And that's exactly what this is all about. I think that it's just one continuous ego death, to be honest, yeah. you know, as we, as we walk into this human density, um, this is some of the language that I now use that we are human and we are other, you know, we are soul. Um, and the gift that I hope to instill into everyone is to be an integrated whole, you know, to celebrate the human, which can be such a hummingbird um, visit right there, you know, to celebrate the human with that. Um, I feel like I need to state that, you know, I feel that as humans here, we can become so compartmentalized, so disordered and, and really judge us, especially in the, in the spiritual communities. Uh, one of the things that I see myself as is a bridge. I'm not only a bridge between mainstream medicine and energy work, um, but I actually see myself as a bridge between, you know, our galactic selves or our soul selves and our human selves, because both are to be celebrated. We're both. Mm -hmm. And so I just think that that's one of the things I do see within these spiritual communities is that we can ascend and we want to be up there. And I've, I've certainly had those moments of just, you know, making this crash landing onto earth, especially after these days where I'll, I'll be working energetically all day. And then at the end of the day, you know, you come back and you still have to pay your bills, right? You still have to do the mm -hmm. three stuff. Um, and it can be challenging. And so, so really the work here is, you know, just honoring it all as being such a gift. Um, and that's, yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. You took the words right out of my mouth. I, yeah, we are human and holy. And the work here is to find that integration and to be that continual um, lovemaking really between human and spirit and, and then creating our lives as that third thing as we alchemize our galactic soul self as you call it and our our human flesh you know um, impermanent being and continually bringing them together and tending and that that's part of the reason I, I love your work and, and resonate so deeply with it is is we need to tend the physical body and we also need to tend the energy body and the thing that I think so many people don't get back to your point about compartmentalizing and the whole reductionist view of the body and reductionist view of nutrition and all this stuff. And um, we, we don't get that. Like it's, it's all just one big thing. And that's, that's such a, a huge, huge passion of mine and, and work that I do is helping people to get to these like deeper psychoemotional roots of like their hypothyroidism, for example, you know, and you can sure you can go do like the Hashimoto protocol and all these things and whatever, but that's not changing the inner workings. Absolutely. Right. So I'd love to hear about your, your treatments and your approach and how, how this all goes together. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's the fun part. I love talking about all of it, but that's really what what's magical. You know, this is magic we're talking about. I mean, it's not make believe. Um, so um, I I want to bring in somebody, and his name is Jim Jealous, James Jealous. He's an osteopath who passed this past uh, February 2021, and um, he is the man who taught me how to be a true osteopath. Osteopathy is a spiritual art, but it, it is encapsulated within the tissues of the body. So it's exactly what you, what you were just speaking to, Devin. It's as osteopathic students who go to medical school, we're taught a very mechanical form of treatment. I'm sure many of the listeners have been to a massage therapist or a chiropractor or have had tissue work done. And those are all beautiful and wonderful and very necessary healing modalities. But osteopathy, when it's really truly pure in the way that it was originally channeled, is about synchronization where the practitioner is trained to whether they put their hands on skin or not synchronize with the body of the person or people that they're working with. And when we synchronize, what happens is our energetic fields, we all have our own electromagnetic fields that are quantum. We're all coming from the same place. And so whether we are in physicality, you know, touching one another, or we are working from a distance anywhere in the world, it doesn't matter. We have access to one another. We overlap. And so that's called synchronization. We synchronize with the health of one another. So as an osteopathic practitioner, for the 20 years that I learned and was offering osteopathic treatments, what it would look like is I put my hands on the skin. I always would start a treatment by holding onto my patient's feet. And that's because it's just a really nice neutral handhold where I can synchronize and connect with the entire flow of their channel, their energetic channel, you know, the central channel that runs from tail to head. And so I would really feel the essence of that person. And once their body started to breathe under my hands, meaning I could literally just feel the pulsation of their energy field, that's the synchronization moment. We call that a neutral. And at that moment, a treatment begins. And when a treatment begins, it's I step out of the way as human, the patient steps out of the way as human, and a third governing principle comes in, which is divine intelligence. We are all breathed by that divine intelligence. And so we ask permission, we basically humble ourselves and bow down to the supreme intelligence to move through the bodies. So that's what I do with a patient. When I get to that synchronized moment, I'm guided. And I. this is just the most, I mean, any osteopath on the planet who does this work, it's called biodynamics. And again, this is the Jim Jealous work that he brought in, which is the way osteopathy was always designed to be. But in medical education now today, we are trained to be more chiropractic. So a biodynamic osteopath works in the way I'm describing right now. And that's, that's what I offer. When I am working in a person, I see their body internally. We have these incredible human vessels that are designed to contain huge amounts of compressed energy. And I'll call that density for the sake. So when we come into human form and physical form, we become packages. We, we package energy into more compressed form and we put it somewhere. And that packaging can happen from wounds or um, unprocessed, unfinished, unresolved lesions or, or densities that come in from our past lives. They come in with us as we incarnate. 
they can be coming in through the ancestral lines that we are here to alchemize and heal, or they can come in with us at any moment in our current lifetime. So, so these densities are multifactorial and they all serve the purpose to help the soul evolve. That's the point here. But the body puts them somewhere. When I'm offering a treatment, I actually see these packages and they broadcast to my inner vision. So I use all of my inner senses. And as an osteopath, I know anatomy and physiology from two decades worth of study. So this is just a very, you know, when I close my eyes, I see every single blood vessel, every single nerve, every single muscle, every single organ, every lymphatic channel. I have that broadcast into my inner view. And so then when I connect and synchronize with you, your body shows me where these compressed packages of energy are being held by showing me a part of your anatomy. For example, if you have hip pain, I can see it because I see the femur bone where it connects into the acetabulum, which is the, fem which is the hip joint. And then we zoom over there and actually move it through the energetic system and the energetic system is what feeds into the neurologic system. And then the neurologic system feeds into the physical body tissue. So this is a lot what I'm saying right now. Basically a treatment is such that once synchronization happens, your body will show me exactly where it has compressed, unprocessed, dense energy that came in at any time, whether it was a past life, but it's in your body now. And the body is asking us to go in and process these unprocessed forms of energy so that we can integrate them. When we don't do that, when energy stays in a compressed form for too long, it rises into our emotional field. And then when it stays there even longer, it rises into our physical field. That's when we have physical pain. Preceding physical pain is emotional pain. And by the word pain, I mean, we're being basically asked to go in. Our body is asking us to go in, but we don't, we don't know this, right? We don't take those cues. And so when our bodies are literally breaking down, when we're diseased, when we're in emotional distress, it's just the call of the body to come in. That's all. So when I work with a patient, I get to, I get to see you. The body actually shows me the roadmap of where to go and how to access it. And so we go in together. And once I work with you, we move that density through. We actually are able to see and then process the energy where it's being withheld. And the person feels these shifts immediately. It's a pretty amazing experience. So whether I'm working with someone in person, hands-on or over Zoom across the, the planet, it all is the same, whether I'm touching skin or not. So that's basically in a sense, big sense, that's, uh, that's what a treatment um, entails. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Yeah. We are so entangled, right? Like we're all just from the exact same source. Our bodies are a reflection of that. My physical body is made of dirt and moonbeams and ocean water and stardust and is so impacted by, like you said, and like we were saying in the beginning, emotional, mental, and spiritual bodies, different imprints and traumas from this lifetime or past, from our parents, from things that were passed on either in our genes or behaviorally by whatever coping mechanisms they took on to deal with whatever trauma they went through or their parents went through. It's, it's all here and it's so multidimensional and, and complex. And just bless you and, and this work that you're doing because our way of going about it right now 
isn't actually working. It's not like we're just getting sicker and more medicated and it's, it's the approach is not working. So to just come in and, and, you know, cause first of all, so many people wait until they, they're symptomatic on some level, mm-hmm. they wait until they're really suffering to go seek support. And, and it's not their fault. We are not equipped in, especially in, in Western culture with the tools to, to be with our emotional bodies, to really have a spiritual connection, to be supporting healthy, vital flow from a young age. We, we don't, many of us don't, don't have that. So naturally, and especially with our lifestyles and, and, and the standard American diet, disease is going to, to result and to progress. And then what do we do? We do what we've been taught. We go and then we just treat symptoms and, and think that a diagnosis is forever or that a, a chronic pain or whatever we're experiencing is, oh, it's just, just what I, just the card I've been dealt. Yes. So I'm hearing that this work is really that, that multi-approach to go in when the physical body is speaking, when the physical body is like, yo, you've been neglecting me. I have something to say. I have something that you're ready to see. Otherwise I wouldn't be here. There's an invitation for you here, an invitation to, to expand, to grow, to heal. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be multi-layered and it's going to be wonderful. And we've got this and wonderful practitioners like Dr. Jess can support us in doing that. Absolutely. And going even more deeply into that point, Devin, is that not only are we born with these innate capacities to heal, but anywhere there is pain, anywhere there is symptom, that is I love to reframe it because I feel that every single event in our lives is happening for us, not to us. And so when these events happen, we can call it traumatic events. We can call them initiations. We can call them, you know, there are so many ways that we can, you know, language is so limiting. But um, when things happen for us, what happens is energy comes in and it oftentimes happens really fast. So energy comes in really fast. So a trauma is really an event that happens where energy floods the system and the body just doesn't really know what to do with it. And so it just puts it somewhere and down the road, it can mount and create physical and emotional symptoms. So I'll give a really clear example of this because um, it, it makes this, this beautiful point of how all these things that could be very traumatic are really serving really, truly. It's just that we have to know this is so and we also have to know what to do with the information that the body is offering us, which of course our medical system is basically trying to create a victimized, codependent um, uh, knowing, right? We, our, our system puts us, and they don't do it on purpose. You know, I, as a medical doctor, I am so grateful for our medical interventions, but they're very limited in scope. These medical interventions are for emergencies and life-threatening conditions. That's pretty much what medicine does really well. Modern medicine, beautiful. I mean, if I'm having a heart attack, I want to be in a, in a hospital, right? If I'm going to lose my arm, I want to be with, an, with a surgeon who's going to reattach it. So like, so what a gift that we have that, but we, we become so dependent on that system for the things that cause us chronic slow decline because it's energy that's just getting bottled up in the system. So when I was four and run over by a car, um, I was very fortunate. I came away from that injury without any obvious impairment until I was 13 years old and I started playing competitive soccer. I collapsed on the field in, in agonizing pain at that point. And it was a direct correlation to the injury that I sustained when I was four. And I had all that traumatic um, emotional and physical trauma happen. You know, 
So when I went to doctors, they basically said to me, there's nothing that we can do for you. We don't know what's wrong with you. Just don't ever play soccer again. And I was like, that was my life. So devastating loss. And um, thankfully I am who I am. And after about six months of being depressed and bed bound with depression, I got up and I started making myself really strong. I started with lifting weights. I got a gym membership. I just like, I went out for the cross um, and that started this hunger that I have now to rise up and prove, you know, if anyone tells me that I cannot do something, I actually can see through that, you know, and I know that it's designed to serve me in some way to help me grow and evolve and supersede whatever knowledge they have so that I can essentially prove them wrong. So that's, that's really part of my foundation. So fast forward about, I'm 44 years old now. I had intermittent left-sided sacroiliac and hip pain pretty much my whole life. And um, I am a crossfitter, I'm a mountain biker, I was a collegiate uh, lacrosse player. I, I have not let these things slow me down, but I've always, I should say, I always had pain. I do not have it anymore. So this helped me to witness the limitations of going outside for help. So I was seeing osteopaths and chiropractors and acupuncturists and massage therapists on a very regular basis for basically my whole life to manage pain from the outside of my body in. And it got better. I mean, I was very functional, but I always had low level pain that would kind of flare up and then it would go down and it would flare up and it would go down. It was always with me. And then about a year ago, I went out for a run and running is a trigger for me. And so if I was ever to cause pain to flare up in that left side, it would be while running. Well, this time the opposite happened. I went out for a run and I was in this really elated, joyful state that particular day. And I was running along and all of a sudden I started to feel my hands floating by my side. And I didn't know what was going on. They felt really buoyant and light. And I tried to bring them back down and I felt like I was being kind of raised up on like little cushions of magnets. And before I realized what was going on, I just kept on playing with it. And I would like kind of speed up and I would lose it. And then I'd slow back down and I'd catch it again. And I'll, I was just playing with this like cloud-like magnetism. And then I realized I'm actually feeling my own energetic field, like for the first time ever. So that was an epiphany that helped me to recognize if I can feel my own energy system in this way, I can work with it. Mm -hmm. And so I started working with it and I started actually asking my team, my guidance team, my spirit guides, show me, show me how to work with this. And I started to work within myself and started actually treating myself. I started working on these places where I was catching dense energy in my own body, not putting my hands on my skin, but just hovering my hands a few inches outside of my skin and feeling this constant ebbing flowing motion and my hands just started getting guided into different parts of my body and into my own channel, my energetic channel, the central channel. And within about a month or so, the pain that I would always have in that left hip completely went away and it hasn't come back. So now I treat myself every morning when I wake up and that's what I teach. I teach other people who they are, how to work with these energies. And so all of that, so just kind of bringing it full circle now, Looking back to the age of four, going to the age of 13 where I fell apart and I was told I can't ever play soccer again, and then getting on a quest to help self-heal by initially just getting really strong. I've been a muscle-bound person my whole life for that reason. And then having the search, this, this thirst for finding out what is the root cause of all this and how do we work with this, seeing all these practitioners. So basically my whole life has been a lesson in 
learning the real truth here that I'm sharing with your audience, which is it's us. Mm-hmm. We are the healers. Like we're the ones that are designed to heal ourselves. And, and we do this in community and we do this with love and we, we do need one another. I'm not making myself obsolete here, but it's so important that as a physician, that I know what my true role is. And that is not to foster codependency that you have to come to me for me to heal you. In fact, it's the opposite. You get to come to me so I can teach you how to heal you. Mm-hmm. And that's my role. That's what I'm here to offer. That's my mission. God, that's so beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. We are our own best healers and our own best guides. And I cannot agree more with everything you just said. I'm like, can I marry you? (laughs) I think you're my long lost sister or something. I Um, think that's true, Devin. I do. So much, so much resonance. Um, I've like literally spoken and or written the same words you're, you're, you're saying and sharing with us right now. Just this, because so much of whether it is um, complementary and alternative medicine or traditional Western medicine, there is kind of this, this energy of, of codependency, right? Like keep coming back for this or come to me for that. And sometimes that's, that's necessary. Like we, we need support to, to pick, especially if we're like in those rock bottom places, for example, we really need some, some good support in those times, but not forever we need to remember that like we are we are our own healers we are divine beings we are just as connected to source as any practitioner that we might have that we might put up on a pedestal for example like we're just as as connected and capable of of healing ourselves and what a beautiful story that you you got into that that hip and just it's a happy hip, happy hips happy it's where the emotion is held right That's oh yes so i mean that's but it's more than that, right? It's the energy that came in. I incarnated with that wound and it made itself known to me through these events that happened at the age of four. Yeah. So we come in with these things and that way, you know, we're never, we're never, uh, our soul has a script that we come in with, which means that if we have a, a fatal and terminal disease, it doesn't mean we're not saying here that all of a sudden you're going to start becoming your own self-healer and, and that's that's it, that you're going to cure yourself of every single thing that you've ever had because there are certain conditions that we actually script in, we want to experience. But what we're talking about here is reclaiming the sovereignty to become fully expressed, fully whole within that which we scripted. Yeah. And not, you know, or, or fully comp- compensated and connected back in with our health, our divine health. And that is something that not a, another person, not, there's no other human that is going to help us to get there. I can walk my clients way up to the very edge, to the millimeter of that stepping off place where they fall into love with themselves. Mm-hmm. But I am not able to create that final cross bridge. I am the bridge that will take you there. And then I will hold you every step of the way until you actually take that, that final step into your own being. And that's really what we should be doing here, I think, as, as doctors. So I'm, I'm here on this huge and passionate. I mean, when I speak, I just, I can't stop myself from saying these things because it's like this information that just floods through my heart you know, that we're here to reclaim this sovereignty. We're here to reclaim this truth. And the more technologically advanced we become in the societies of medicine, Mm. the more we step away or the more that we're leading people away 
from the truth. And so we are here, I believe, at this time on this planet right now, watching what is everything, everything that's going on out there. We're watching it happen because we're remembering that there is nothing out there that can bring us to the truth of who we truly are, right? That this is a system that has to kind of fail a little bit. Modern medicine has to fail a little bit, not entirely, but we are all waking up to this truth that you and I are talking about here, which is we can't rely upon our doctors. We just, we can use them as crutches. We can use them to help us get out of crisis, but that's that. As long as we know the appropriate use of our systems, then we can have appropriate expectations of what it will offer us. But then what else, you know, and that's what you and I are here doing. We're paving the trail back to health. Yeah, breathing that in. I have tingles and just my whole chest is sparkly and vibrating. Yeah, so it's beautifully said. Yeah. yeah. So how are you working with people and who who do you love to work with? Who benefits the most? What does that look like? Great question. Okay. So at this stage, you know, about a year and a few months ago, I completely pivoted. And so I've been building a whole new healing platform. Um, I love to work with all people who are waking up. If you are somebody who is waking up in whatever stage you are, where you're recognizing there is way more to you than you've been led to believe by the third dimensional construct, that's essentially who I love to work with, right? So there has to be some identification of energy at its root. And if I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast is on some level understanding that that is, there's a truth to that. So from that point on, if we can start to really talk about the truth, which is that our bodies are not solid, that we are given a holographic illusion of it being solid, but that truly we are made entirely 100% of energy, as is everything, everything's energy. Once we reclaim that, now we're in business and we can start to work because energy just wants to move. That is it. So what I've done in my practice now is I've created a six-tier offering system. Every two weeks, I offer group energetic osteopathic treatments. Those are the lowest cost. That's the most effective and um, affordable and accessible way that anyone can receive a treatment and start to really feel the healing inside of their physical body. So it's where I bring us together. I'm on Zoom, but it's a webinar. So all you see is me on a screen. So it's really you just feeling very connected to the work that I offer. And, and it doesn't matter, actually, the more people I've, I, what I've, what I've um, been just completely falling in love with is this truth. As energy beings, we are, we all come from the same energy. And the more of us that congregate into one healing container, meaning we all synchronize together into one space, and I get to be the guide for us. I will move us into a state of wholeness, meaning I clear out each energy center, which translates into physical body releases. You feel it in your physical tissues. So it's not a kind of an energy transformational experience where it's a little bit more like a Reiki transmission. That's not what I do. It's an actual embodied treatment. And so that's a group energetic osteopathic treatment. I offer those every two weeks. This is all on my website. I also teach people about everything you and I are talking about in great detail. And so there's multi-tiered ways to be able to start to learn this 
from if you're just somebody who has a lot of pain and you want to get out of pain by learning how to work within your own body this way, that's one program I offer. If you're somebody who's a practitioner, like a let's just say you're a Reiki master or a shaman or a massage therapist or somebody who's starting to feel the truth of energy moving through other people and you want to learn how to clear out your own density so that you can be more effective in what you do, that's another level of training that I offer. If you're somebody who actually wants to learn how to do what I'm doing, that's a practitioner at a practitioner level. These are all um, ways that I am actually beginning to offer trainings and teachings so that there's a lot of different ways from a um, fully receptive, you know, like all you want to do is just get a treatment. That's, that was, that's where you would get a group treatment and that's, um, every two weeks. And then at the very end, I also offer much longer, like multi-week courses. Um, but if you're someone who has specific issues and you really want to have me one-on-one, -on -one, that's the highest, um, most intensive way that you and I can work together. I don't do as many individual sessions as I once did um, because it's so important that we start to get the word out and that I offer myself to larger and larger groups so we can really help one another heal this, this planet. Um, but I also still offer a limited amount of one-on-one -on -one sessions. So you can also get uh, onto my website and find those offerings as well. Excellent, so many oh. options. Oh, Ooh. and just more, sorry, there's another one. Um, so so uh, there is also, I just released a, um, a six video series where I go into each part of the body and I explain it from a physical body anatomy perspective the osteopathic perspective of how it looks kind of under the surface, but still within the tissues of the body and then bringing it all the way down to the level of the energy so that you can, and then at the end of each video, I offer you the specific um, tools that you can use at home to start to move through. So if you're somebody who has low back pain, for example, this would be something or any physical symptoms, any emotional symptoms, this would be something that would really, and it's, it's something that it's basically like a, um, a do-it-yourself educational program that I've offered in video form. So that's also available on my website. Yeah. Wow. So many options. What a robust menu. Truly something for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's important. We need to know this. Absolutely. I completely agree. And I just, I love what you're saying about the, the group healing. I just wanted to touch on that briefly. There is something so powerful, isn't there, when when groups of people come together and I'm almost imagining and I'm curious if this is kind of how it, it feels for you, but like the, the group kind of becomes like one collective body yeah. that you can go in and, and work with. And I, I feel like when I do group things, I, I just love it because it, it, there, there's that amplification and much in the way like we were talking about earlier that um, trauma or experiences or densities that we bring with us or that happen in this life, et cetera, really compound over time. You know, so if I come in with something that's already kind of uh, compromising my system and then life piles on, it's like those things compound, but it's like, so does the group energy. The group energy compounds in a really positive healing way that is just so transformative. Yeah. I, I like to think of it as voltage. Mm. So, you know, so we all have our own unique and, and I just, I, I love it too. I actually, um, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with, with patients now for a long time, a couple of decades. And I will say that, that what fires me up the most, what I'm passionate about the most are group treatments, because 
these group treatments are, um, I think the hardest thing is just the conception of it. You know, like our minds are like, well, how does this even work? Like she's over here and I'm, you know, like I, you know, it is, it is, our minds are always the one that start to kind of get in and problem solve and oh, this doesn't make any sense. And we're not, this isn't logical, right? Logic is a mind construct. And so when we start talking about energy, it is all magic. It's just all magic to the mind because the mind just can't, it's not equipped to handle this. So, so I like to give lots of visuals, you know, so it's like, we're all getting plugged into the same battery. And so in doing so, when we come together, we individually, if you are just one person, you're plugging yourself into a battery, think about yourself as being able to plug into someone else's battery just enough. You're not draining them. You're actually just connecting with them. So we're all getting plugged into one source, which is me, right? I'm opening the channel for all of us. And then we're all plugging into one another and we take just a little bit and increase the voltage of one another, the more people that come into that container. And so when we're all together, the more of us that are together, the voltage just goes up and up and up and up and up and up and up. And all of a sudden we're getting one treatment for a collective body, but it has an individual impact. And that's the most important thing. And that's why I get so excited about these and why I really wanna get the word out because the more of us that gather into one container and I guide us through, and I go basically energy center by energy center. There are seven main energy centers that I work with that are lined up just in front of our spine. And each one of those energy centers feeds into a plexus of nerves in the body. Mm -hmm. And that plexus of nerves then feeds into all of the cells that are hooked into that particular plexus. So just by going into each energy center, we're literally supercharging and clearing out every cell of the body. 40 trillion cells of our body are getting upgraded, cleared out and moved like anything that's available to move through in those moments, clear out. I mean, it is, it's incredibly powerful. Everyone who I have connected with who will give me this feedback, of course, if you come in and you're not getting anything out of it, you might not feedback to me, but, but the feedback I've gotten from these, just these group treatments, I just, people are getting absolutely transformational treatments. I mean, it's really, it's been fantastic. So I do hope to actually roll out more offerings just like that, where I'm gonna be offering um, a group treatment followed by a very large um, Q&A session. So I just want people to have access to, you know, problem solving, how do we do this work and how do we do it together and, and also bring us together as a community because, you know, those of us that are awake right now, we need help. You know, we need to find one another. We need to be together in community because it's a, it's a very, very, very volatile uh, time on the planet if you're asleep. And so those of us that are wide awake, you know, you're not alone. Anyone out there listening, you know, more and more and more and more of us are waking up every day. And, uh, and we know the truth and it can be a little bit lonely because sometimes those that do know the truth are few and far between within your communities. I live in Maine and, um, and I know that there, you know, there are very few people who I can speak with in my community um, who have any idea what it is that I'm talking about here. <laughs> it's actually kind of comical. <laughs> I just keep my mouth shut, you know, unless you ask me a specific question and then I might, people say to me, so, you know, you closed your physical practice. What are you doing now? And I'm like, how do I answer? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well I'm still working, but I've changed my offerings just a little bit, you know, <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm it's teaching. Kind of like, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm teaching. I, you know, and then I'll even say the word energy and, and I'll read the people's energy field mm -hmm. and they say the word energy and I'll be like, you know, are they open? Do they kind of like, are they opening up to me or are they like, whoa, you, you're one of those people. Okay. Yeah. You know, and I'll kind of know, know how to respond. <laughs> I find even even with those people, and I'm we're currently living in Northeast Texas, so I'm right there with you with uh, people kind of not getting it. But I'm finding 
even the people that like you might as well be speaking some foreign language to it's like they're even starting to open up and and when I read their responses they it's it's not what it once was it's like even they're if, if they don't quite get it it's like they're way more open to it they're starting to become more open to to these ideas even yeah. if they're not fully on board which I'm like oh yes it's happening Yes, yes. And I think, you know, something that I've learned is to become a little bit of a wordsmith, you mm -hmm. know, when it comes to, um, because I think that those of us that are awake, um, actually, there's no I think a part, part of that, as we awaken more and more, we become that much more able to read people, see energy, feel oh, yeah. energy, intuit energy in others. And so what I, what's been really fun, actually, as, as the world, you know, right now in Maine, we're still wide open. Um, and so just being able to go out into the world, having done, uh, it, when I started working in my own energetic system, out so much that I enhanced my own super sensory abilities exponentially. So now going back out into the world, at first it was actually kind of alarming because I'd go into the supermarket and I would feel everyone all the time. So I think that's a really, you know, that's something that's really, um, I mean, we could speak a long time about, you know, what it is to be opened energetically or empathic um, and how do we take care of ourselves when people are around us. But what I do basically is I just, I just walk around with a wide open heart and then I clear myself a lot. So if I'm out in public um, and I feel somebody and I, I just accidentally take on something, you know, I recognize that, oh, something's really not quite right in my system and I'll clear it out. But more and more, what I do is I read people and I just lean in or I kind of protect down. You know, I'm always managing my own energy system and those that I can connect in with, that's my call to service. And I get really excited. And a lot of times what I'll get from people is the way that I know that they're connecting in energetically is they'll say something like that to me. They'll say, and I get this a lot now, your energy is amazing. You know, like, what do you do? And I'm like, okay, do you want to talk energy? Should we talk? <laughs> you know? How much do you want to talk energy right, right now? <laughs> but I, I agree with you completely. I do feel that there's a hunger for more. There's a curiosity. People are waking up. It's getting to be so absolutely absurd out there. If you're asleep, I think more people are starting to like question, you know, yeah. that, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. I think that you are just going to have to come back and, and we're going to have to do another show sometime if you'd be open to that. Oh, delighted to do that. Yes. Let's do it. There's like a million and one other things I would love to ask and dive into. Um, but I think we'll leave it here for now. I would love to, if you have any final message that wants to come through, just like a final nugget, not that you haven't provided us with so many already, but just if there's anything final that feels like it wants to be expressed before we close. Yeah, well, you know, one of the main, the message I heard, the word that just came in was hope. Mm -hmm. And that is that one of the things, yeah, and I just got my whole body just lit up when I said that word. So here it is. Anyone listening to this podcast, remember the truth of who you really are. And we've been programmed to become so limited in our thinking and we have forgotten the truth, which is that we are literally just bundles of love. We're just love. And the more that we remember that and the more that we step into the fullness of that expression, love is the ultimate solvent for anything you've been handed in life. So if you're out there carrying some diagnosis that you've gotten yourself anchored onto and attached to and you've lost the hope that you can overcome that or live in concert with that particular diagnosis. Because I, again, I'm not saying that we're gonna solve 
If you have, let's, I just like to use the example of Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS, right? We know there's no known cure at this moment. There just isn't. We don't, we will get there. I have no doubt about that. But what this is all about is restoring the hope that you are a living, breathing, loving, thriving being made of oneness and wholeness, right? And when we know that's true, it is so important to re-establish the hope that you are here to heal. Hands down, you are here to heal. And we don't know what that looks like. But in my opinion, my definition of that is being restored to wholeness, oneness, and love. So if you are someone out there who feels hopeless, that is the opposite of the truth. That's the programming you've been led to believe. So I am here to restore the hope and the knowing that you are here as a divine being who is capable of full healing. And that is the most powerful thing that I could possibly leave upon, you know, as a last word for anybody. So restoring hope and wholeness. And so it and is. So it is. Mm. Jess, thank you so much for gracing us with your wisdom and your presence and your beautiful energy. I have so much love for you. I feel like I've known you my whole life. I, I know that's true. I know that's true. And many lives passed for sure. Yeah. Exactly. I would love to have you back and I will share everything in the show notes for people to get in touch with you and to follow your work. And I'm just so excited to be on the planet with you right uh, now. So am I, Devin. Thank you for what you do and for pioneering this podcast and for allowing people to find you and yeah, for being here right now. Yeah. Yeah. My heart really goes out to all of you and you, Devin. Thank you. All right. That is it for today, friends. Be well.